silence and truth. We're talking about how silence is the way to find your true self. Silence is also the way to release the truth in general. In a noisy world, with our minds ever noisier and estranged from truth, this is an essential and very practical wisdom for our time. The most popular word or phrase, according to the Oxford English Dictionary last year, was post-truth. We just have been made aware by White House press conferences and other things and Brexit just how little truth there is in circulation and how little respect for truth there is in the people who are trying to communicate with us, whether it's advertisers or politicians, sometimes religious leaders as well. We are in a post-truth world because we are so noisy and we cannot hear the silence, the sound of silence. I think it points us to the importance of the work of silence and the work of communities like our own. In a noisy world where truth is so easily blocked out and abused, silence is the great defense and the great healer of the wounds imposed by fake news. Truth is universal, it's non-partisan, it's not opinionated, it cannot be reduced to statistics. It is transmitted in paradox, such as, when I am weak, then I am strong, but the Spirit prays in me deeper than words. Christ is not just the right answer, as the fundamentalist thinks, who destroys all other arguments and therefore we can destroy all other religions or abuse them. The word for truth in Greek is aletheia, which means an opening, a clearing, an unconcealing, a telling the truth, opening, reality as opposed to illusion. The alternative to that is maya, the Sanskrit word, you find a lot in the, in the Upanishads and so in the Vedas, which means illusion, generally. The word maya literally means the measurer, what measures the danger of measuring things. Power in thought we have of measuring, of creating limitations here, no further, and therefore creating divisions. This maya, this capacity, highly dangerous, exists within the oneness that is the truth. It's not an enemy, it's just within it. It's just a capacity we have, but it's a capacity that can lead us into terrible mistakes. Maya is suspended through silence. When we meditate, we are not measuring anything. And we experience an expansion and eventually a transcendence of all limitations. That's why we become less prejudiced, more relaxed, more tolerant, more kind, more forgiving, more open to other people. The biblical word for Maya is the New Testament word, the world. It seems a, a magic show, like TV, the surface play of forces. Very gripping, very seducing, very powerful, but basically just images. This is how we have to understand, I think, the world as it is described in the scriptures. Do not love the world or anything in the world. 
If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in them. And what is the world then? It's this TV show of this phantasmagoria, this brilliant and seductive world of images. The desires of the flesh, the desires of the eye, and the pride of life is not from the Father, but from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires. It's easily misunderstood, you know, we then created a dichotomy between the world and the church, or the world and religion, and the world and spirituality. So it's easily misunderstood, that statement. But I think the contemplative practitioner, somebody who has a, is at least entering into this in their own experience, and doing the work of silence, is able to understand what it means. So if we want to create this space of silence in our life, to make meditation part of our life, what do we need? Well, we need to have some level of uh, motivation, of course, that may arise from our suffering, from our hunger, from our search, from our mistakes. But we certainly also need other people. We need community. We need an environment. We need to develop a truthful life within a community of love. And John Main says that meditation creates community. He's also saying that meditation creates community and the community creates the possibility for us to continue meditating. And when we have that grounding, and that's all that Bombeau is really about, it's just an example of that, an illustration of that. When we have that grounding, that, that sense of community, like real community, it could be your meditation group, then you'll be much more capable of catching yourself when you're wasting time, when you are surrendering to the noise when you refuse the opportunity that life does present for real leisure and you opt instead for distraction or replace leisure, which is the time spent meditating, for example, is leisure, it's a good use of leisure. I think watching TV is not leisure, it's entertainment. Now, we may need a little bit of entertainment, we're not Puritans, but we could certainly say that we have overdosed on entertainment. The whole of the American culture has, has been, I think, been rendered mentally disturbed, literally, by massive doses of non-stop entertainment. So we're able to catch ourselves doing this. So there's some th thoughts about what it means to find ourselves and why we have to lose ourselves in order to find ourselves, and how really this begins and continues in great simplicity through the work of silence, and how important it is for us to witness to that in a chaotic and dangerous world, and to share this gift of meditation with others. <laughs>